This is the 77 WABC minicast. Good morrow, everybody. This is the other side of midnight. I am Frank Morano. Uh, you know, I, I like to spend a lot of time talking about uh, fun stuff on this program, but sometimes there are very serious issues that need addressing, and I, I try to address them in a meaningful way. And we have seen U.S. troops in the Middle East, namely Iraq and Syria, attacked 13 times in the past week. That is not me saying this. That is the word from Pentagon spokesman, Air Force Brigadier General Patrick Ryder. U.S. forces based in the Middle East have been attacked at least 13 times in the past week. Between October 17th and October 24th, American troops were targeted 10 times in Iraq and three times in Syria via a mix of one-way attack drones and rockets. That's what Press Secretary General Ryder told reporters at the Pentagon yesterday. And while the Defense Department says there's no evidence that Iran has ordered these attacks, a lot of people believe that that, uh, the recent targeting of U.S. troops had, quote, Iranian fingerprints all over it. A senior defense official told reporters, it's been well documented and you've heard U.S. officials across the podiums as well as policy leaders for years talk about Iran's funding, equipping, guidance and direction to partners and proxies across the region. Most recently, we've been hearing about that a lot when it comes to both Hamas in Gaza and Hezbollah in Lebanon. So Joe Lieberman, who's been a guest on this show, who's a great guy, who I have a lot of respect for, but some serious disagreements when it comes to foreign policy. Joe Lieberman was on the Katz and Cosby radio show yesterday, and he said, enough is enough. We need a military response to Iran. This is what Senator Lieberman, who uh, is also involved in this No Labels group, this is what he said. And an earlier time, this would be an act of war, and the United States would respond. And I think we've come to that time where we've got to point the finger at the people who are really making all this misery occur, who hate America and hate Israel, and that's the uh, current regime in Iran. I think it's time for military action against some targeted sites in Iran. I mean, they think they can hide in uh, Tehran and uh, uh, sort of manipulate everybody in the region. Hamas, Hezbollah, the Houthis in Yemen, they're uh, extremist terrorist militias in Iraq uh, and Syria. But we can't get them, let them get away with it anymore. I really do think, with all due respect to Senator Lieberman, who has far more foreign policy experience than I do, it would be a big mistake for the United States to attack Iran militarily. First of all, We've kind of got our hands full with this Ukraine situation, which we're funding and sending all sorts of munitions. We've uh, very much got our hands all over the Israeli response to Hamas in Gaza. But if there were to be a strike on Iran, either an American strike on Iran or an Israeli strike on Iran, this would start a domino effect that... I think was very similar to World War One, And when you have countries that are dealing with nuclear weapons, as Israel does, as Russia does, as the United States does, a world war with nuclear weapons is not a world war. 
It is a world ender. So what would happen if Iran was attacked militarily either by Israel or the United States? Well, I think obviously the most immediate action would be Hezbollah in Lebanon launching thousands of rockets, thousands of missiles, thousands of drones at Haifa, Tel Aviv, and other targets. So you have now a war which is the United States and Israel against Iran, Lebanon, and Gaza, and presumably whatever forces exist in the West Bank as well. So you have Iran, maybe it's partners in Yemen that uh, Joe Lieberman referred to there. Maybe they're partners in Iraq. Now think about that. The United States took apart the Ba'athist government of Saddam Hussein and installed a democracy. Now, democracy is great as long as they're electing the people that you want. Well, turns out the Iraqis elected a government that is very sympathetic to Iran. And it's one of the other one of the few Shia Muslim governments in the region. Imagine that if the government that we helped create, the Iraqis, were to side with Iran in a conflict between the United States and Iran. So I think there's a very real possibility, even though these two countries have diplomatic relations with one another, that you could see them strike Saudi Arabia as they have in the past. And these attacks, I don't think it's an exaggeration to say that they could expand beyond that to Bahrain and the UAE, given the very highly publicized, normalized ties that they have with Israel as a result of the um, Abraham Accords. And then you look at Oman, you look at Kuwait, you look at Qatar, which is hiding many members of Hamas's leadership and perhaps providing funding, those three countries, Oman, Kuwait, and Qatar, they have tended to maintain relations with both Iran as well as the West, and including the United States. And they're going to be, pro- they're going to be pressed to choose a side, a decision that's going to subject them to attack from whoever their new adversaries are. Jordan is in quite a bind in that situation because there'd be a lot of pressure to break the peace treaty with Israel. I mean, you saw these people having protests and going crazy out over the weekend. Oil prices, at the very least, would skyrocket. And if the war escalated to the point that the United States actually felt compelled to invade and try to hold Iranian territory, and I realize that's not what Joe Lieberman said there, you would see the Iraq War times five. Iran's population is three times larger than Iraq's was when we invaded Iraq 20 years ago. Iran's terrain is more mountainous, and it's much more challenging for occupying a country. And Iranian nationalism, unlike Iraq, where you had a lot of uh, section, a lot of sectarianism, a lot of factionalism, you had the Kurds, you had the Sunnis, you had the Shia. Iranian nationalism is grounded in thousands of years of Persian civilization. So the splintering of national identity that we saw in Iraq, I don't think we would see in Iran. So I think it could be a big mistake. A big mistake to do with uh, what Joe Lieberman is 
suggesting. And um, I, I can't imagine it ending well, honestly. But uh, who do, uh, what do I know? By the way, the Iranians still blame the United States for all sorts of things. I mean, the Iran-Iraq war, which the Iranians view as largely something that the United States egged Iraq into and aided Iraq the entire time, that cost Iran 500,000 lives. Um, Additionally, we shot down an Iranian passenger jet with innocent people on it. So I think that... um, I think that there's a legitimate beef there in terms of where that where the Iranians are and their feelings towards America and that Iran Iraq war where Iranians absolutely believe was an American inspired war to destroy their revolution that only rallied citizens behind their regime even more but it's not just shooting down a passenger jet in Iran it's not just siding with Iraq in the Iran Iraq war but it's really going back to the 50s, 70 years almost, of American intervention in Iranian politics. The coup that, the, that took place in 1953, that the CIA played a role in toppling the democratically elected government in Iran and installing the Shah and that regime— 